Welcome to the JW Marriott Grosvenor House podcast, coming to you from a beautiful suite at the Grosvenor House Hotel. My name's Giles Brandreth. I'm rather sorry it's not coming to you from the park suite on the ground floor. Oh, I must tell you this. My father said to me years ago, he said, the joy of the Grosvenor House Hotel is it's got two entrances. He said, the Park Lane entrance is um, where your girlfriend leaves, when in the Park Street entrance, your wife is arriving. My name's Howard Hartley. I've been at this hotel for 38 years, and I started my career in 1982. The hotel opened its doors in May 1929. It has always been the Grand Dame of Park Lane. You know, it is the biggest five-star in London. We are the flagship of the Marriott brand in the UK. It is synonymous with social events, so it's a great place where people come together to meet. And we try to be a good neighbour to all and support the Mayfair area and offer true luxury to to the people that walk through our doors. It was the vision of uh, Alfred Octavius Edwards, who was our first chairman. He was instrumental in building this hotel. He was partially responsible for the building of the Savoy. He was from Yorkshire. They called him Lucky Edwards. Everything he touched turned to gold. He had this plan to build this grand hotel. He had a bit of a surprise when he first opened the apartment building, which opened in 1927. And some people looked upon it as a bit of a blot on the landscape, and it was brought up in Parliament. And he called upon his great friend, Sir Edwin Lutyens. He was responsible for the development of a lot of the buildings in New Delhi. And we were the first commercial property that he worked on when he came back to the UK. And once it had the Lutyens seal of approval, everybody then loved it. My name is Stuart Bowery, and I am the general manager here. When the hotel was actually designed and built, and it was all about uh, making use of that uninterrupted vantage point over Royal Hyde Park and all that it affords. And through the seasons of uh, wonderful spring daffodils come alive through to uh, the summer, which has got more and more alive with concerts and through to winter wonderland. There is always a transformation appealing to different people throughout the year. The latest renovation that we did, we wanted to bring elements of the park inside the hotel. So we have what we call a spring design and an autumn design where the colours are spring-like in yellows and lime greens for spring and in autumn the rusts and the oranges and the leaf patterns on the carpets uh, representing the leaves on the trees. So our designers really work with us on how we can continue that storytelling. We try to pull through that with our park room which has you know, floor-to-ceiling windows and the feel of the botanicals into that parkroom feel. And everywhere there are just subtle hints and notes, whether it be butterflies in the ceiling into the parkroom, to the artwork. We work closely with the park authorities. To celebrate our 80th birthday, Mrs Marriott worked together with Peter Beals and grew and named a rose, a yellow, very floribunda rose, very highly fragranced, and that's called the Grosvenor House and uh, we have a rose garden right in, in Hyde Park by the Albert Memorial. We also donated hotels for sparrows, so, uh, so they, they sit around the park as well. So there's all sorts of things that we work with the park. I'm Alison Simmons. I am the Senior Sales Manager for Entertainment and Sport here at the Grosvenor House. The view from the park is 
stunning. And I've been here nearly 18 years now and I still love the different seasons. You look through the window and, and you can tell straight away. And, you know, in the summer when all the concerts are on over in the park and you can literally just open the window and listen to Barbara Streisand rehearsing and, uh, you know, whoever's on that summer, Bruno Mars from one extreme to the other. And then the winter, you obviously get winter wonderland and the craziness that that ensues. And then in between, you've got just the beautiful colours of autumn. So it's always a, a lovely view. I was with clients last night from America who had literally gone and walked through the park and they're L.A. So they don't get seasons. And she said, oh, I just loved kicking the leaves up. And she said, you know, all the different statues that you see with the Diana Memorial and the statue for Albert over by the Royal Albert Hall, which, you know, they never knew existed. We have a complete change of flowers in the whole hotel every Monday and we refresh the flowers every Thursday. And the florists follow a colour theme throughout the whole hotel. So in suites and in corridors it's always white orchids, but throughout the rest of the hotel, in banqueting, in public areas, in the reception, the, the dining rooms, then the flowers will follow one theme for the whole week in colour. The amount of people that take pictures of the flowers is the success of the florists. And recently we've asked the florists to provide a framed list of the flowers that they use in their weekly decorations because it was such a common question. Can you find out what this flower is called? Can you tell me what the scent is that you have in the lobby? And so you get a lot of questions like that. We do actively work with London Film Commission and there's a guild of location managers that we keep in touch with. They keep a stock of photography and pictures of the hotel as we obviously change and, and refurbish. And uh, it really just depends on what the director's looking for and what the, the film is. Obviously, with the views that we have from here over the park, archetypal London, they love those views. Probably the most famous was um, a movie called Last Chance Harvey with Dustin Hoffman and Emma Thompson. And they did the wedding scene in the ballroom and then we actually did the whole forecourt, which was the, the bride and groom leaving and the family waving them off. So what was potentially going to be disruptive to the hotel was a great experience and guests always love it, especially when they see a famous face around. My personal memories or claims to fame, I, I looked after Audrey Hepburn when she was here to receive her BAFTA Lifetime Achievement Award. And she was one of those people that literally, when she walked into a room, people would stop and look. She just had that presence. Another great one that I looked after in 90 Part Lane was Elizabeth Taylor when she was performing Little Foxes when she came in the in the 80s. And again, she had that presence. I think the hotel is an amazing building and it's it's the one of the best locations in London. And I have worked in hotels for over 30 years and the staff here throughout all the years there's just a bond and everybody works together. The thing that makes uh, the JW Marriott Grosvenor House special is it's an iconic building. My name is Paul Bates, so I'm the executive chef here. I've now been in this industry for over 30 years. When I started off as a young commie, uh, Grosvenor House was one of the places to be. I personally never thought I would aspire to the role of executive chef of Grosvenor House. So the first day I walked in the door and I walked in that office and I put on the jacket that said executive chef, I cannot tell you how proud it makes you feel.
It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And also with the mentality and the approach of the people within the building, it's about service. Service comes first. You have to have that passion and that drive to look after people. And this is why a lot of customers that remain loyal to one property, because people anticipate what they need. What you try to do is to subtly make them feel very at home as soon as they walk into their bedroom and they see their favorite newspaper on the desk or if they see a book or a magazine that relates to a hobby they have. Nobody's asked for it, but you built up that knowledge over a number of stays to better the experience of the customers.